Hi, I'm Antoine McKay. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Settle in as we begin to tell you about some friends. Folks you know in Chicago and some you've never met. We'll talk about the things they say and do. There's a question posed to old and new. Who the fuck are you? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Kevin Alvis, and welcome back to Who the Fuck Are You? I appreciate you coming back and joining us. Thanks so much. Man, oh man, the weather has been dog shit across the country the past couple weeks, and it fucking sucks. But we are looking for bright sides, and my bright side, folks, is you. Yeah, that's right, you, the fine listener. Thanks for coming back and joining me, and thanks for your support. It means a lot. Another bright side is, is that I got to sit down with my guest today. He's a talented actor, director, producer, writer. You've seen him in shows such as Fox's Empire and Comedy Central Southside. And as a bonus, you'll hear some other voices coming in on the interview today. That's his beautiful wife, Michelle, who basically just hung out for the interview, uh, which was fantastic because it was like having my first live audience. Plus, we had some great cocktails. Might have gotten a little drunk. Had a great time doing it, though. Not going to lie. So please welcome my guest today, Mr. Antoine McKay. How are you, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. What's going yeah. on? Oh, nothing much. You know, just living the dream. Just right. coveting and working and coveting and... You're from Alabama, right? Uh, Mississippi, originally. Mississippi, originally. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So what this is... Team? Are you the dogs or are you the Rebs? Oh, please. I know we... Uh, no, Golden Eagles, Southern Miss. Oh! Yes, well, my wife and I both sir. went to Southern Miss, home of the Brett Favre. Yes, dude. Brett Favre. We, he was a few years before us. But also, I'm oddly enough, one of those uh, unique Southern people who doesn't give a shit about college football. Oh, wow. <laughs> my family never gave a shit about college football. We're, uh, we're right. Saints. I grew up two hours outside of New Orleans, so we're Saints fans for you oh, know, dude. Okay. sports so, yeah, stuff like got, that. But My dad um, grew, up, uh, grew up in Treeport. Oh, really? And then he moved to Bama after living in uh, Shreveport, and then they moved to Detroit after that. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Shreveport's not too far from me. I, like, I was two hours from New Orleans, like an hour from um, Slidell, Louisiana. Home of oh, the Slidell. Slidell. Ain't they nothing wrong with Slidell. No, there's not. They had a Slidell's good, uh, got some good crawfish there. Good crawfish, <laughs> and they had the uh, drive through daiquiri shop where you can just zip through. It looks like an old... <laughs> Dude. It was like an old checkers hamburger place and it was just you drive through you get a daiquiri and you take off and it wasn't Dude. it wasn't considered an open container because they still left the paper on the top of the straw so right. if the cops pulled you over and you still had the paper on you're fine but if you took the paper off then you were drinking right. and driving and then you got a ticket what? dude that is what? southern hospitality it and wisdom cheers right how have you right. been how you how are you getting through all this uh, dude, we know it's really interesting. We've been really blessed with a lot of projects that were really hyper COVID safe. Oh, great. And um, we have shot since that. It's been written. Uh, yeah, we shot our own pilot. Um, we shot two other, pilots? Uh, two other pilots. And then we shot a TV show together. We shot, no, we shot two TV shows together. What? Two TV shows together, and then we shot a movie together. That that's why I got the beard, because, and then um, she was in another movie. What? Um, yeah. So and dude, it's just been. 
But people have been really super smart about the COVID stuff. Yeah. Well, that's been great. That's great. Stuff. It seems so, like they should. They have been. Everything I've seen when it comes to any kind of film or a shoot or a commercial or anything like that, like all the steps have been covered. All everybody's being tested regularly and making yeah. sure that everyone's being completely as safe as a as one can possibly be. Which yeah, is great like, to hear. Yeah, the last movie we shot was uh, what uh, almost two weeks, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and, and we, we had to wait. We were postponed a week or two. Yeah, somebody on the set got COVID. And, oh wow! But they didn't get it on the set, which oh, was that's, cool, right? So it didn't. No, well, maybe <laughs> just um, the way you said it just made me think about the set just dripping in COVID. They didn't get it. Right, right, it's just right. covered in COVID. It's just right. oozy green. Because bring in I, the that's, COVID hose. I, 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 <laughs> Reminds me of that time the raccoon got in the copier. Um, (laughs) Too many times in that movie. So you've been you've been working, and now are these projects that you have been hired for, or are these personal projects that you have been producing yourself, or has it been a mix of um, both? It's it's been both. Um, What's really cool is uh, we shot a pilot for ourselves, which was really cool, and then and then. Yeah, that we wrote, uh, acted, and directed, and produced, and paid for. Um, <laughs> um, I have a healthy cocaine habit now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but um, uh, it was really cool. We had really wonderful actors, and we shot it in Michigan and oh, um, uh, yeah, in Wayne, Michigan, uh, which was our home, which is our hometown. Well, we went both went to high school. Okay, and. Um, uh, now, uh, which is really cool, we're doing a film festival back in our hometown. Oh, in that's September. great! Yeah, like you, so, as far as you are uh, producing and putting it all together, or are you yeah, just submitting uh, and you got a piece. Yes, yeah, so we are. We are co-creators. I'm the president and executive director of it. She is uh, co-founder and um, co-executive director of it. And September 9th through twelfth. Wow. Uh, we will have a film festival in Wayne, Michigan. So we're really excited about that. It's amazing that, I mean, you've, you've taken, you've been able to crush so much work in this past year. It sounds like, I mean, you're talking about multiple movies, multiple shows, producing all on your own and now building a film festival. Yeah. Um, it, it So are you both driving each other or is it a situation where like one of you has like this idea, like, Oh, we should do this. And the other jumps right on it. Or is it, how, like, how do, exactly cause it sounds like it you is. guys are like a great team. Um, um, so what really works out for you guys to be able to like, uh, what, what it is, is that it, it is that concept. Like um, it is that, um, there's, a that spark there's somebody running. says something and we're like, yes, we can do that. X-Y-Z. So here's, do here's the obstacles. How do we overcome the obstacles? Um, what do we want out of this? Um, and how can we organically do this that people will come along with us and want to work on something like this? So that's that's the math, really, man. Yeah. Uh, but we just continue to work together in that capacity. And, you know, what we both want for from it is to, you know, let people create, man. And that's that's the huge thing. And on top of that, we, we want people to find joy in what they're doing and have the opportunity to do something where they're trusted with it. And so they're not in their head and right. they can just create, you know, it, it's strong it, team. It's, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah she's dope man she's dope as hell. that's awesome i love yeah. it i love i yeah. love it when people can come together especially couples who are in you know you live in day in day out with somebody sometimes it can be a lot uh, especially now that you're working on a project but being able to split everything up and like work as that solid team is always a plus it's like it's well, those, well, are, those cool are hard to find sometimes it's like we just we take we purposely take time out just to be together and yeah we might talk a little bit about stuff that yeah, needs to be done but we just hang out, man. You, you got to have your off time. You got to say, okay, yeah. four o'clock, blow the whistle. We're done. Right. It's usually three. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny, dude. 3 p.m. in the McKay house, it is going down. No, oh, that's you know, at You know, we usually wake up around five. And then, you know, we both do our meditation or prayer. And then we uh, maybe have some breakfast. And then we watch a movie. You know, <laughs> watch a movie just to kill some time and kick in. Um, and uh, we talk a little bit and then we watch. And then we do feet. And then um, <laughs> Wait, you let's sleep. put it this way. It sounds like I'll be over tomorrow around 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, you're from Detroit originally. Uh, what, right. How long have you been in the city now? I moved here August 20th. I arrived in Chicago on Lakeshore Drive at 4.34 p.m. Wow. on August 20th, August 19th. Okay. No, August 20th of uh, 2003. Wow. Okay. I, what brought you to the city? Was it for uh, education uh, or just for work? Or you're like, it was for, awesome. to, I, I was at a satellite theater in Detroit for a second city. Mm-hmm. And I got the call and Kelly Leonard's like, you got 24 hours to make a decision. And I was Done. like, um, cool. Uh, you know, if you go into a bank, uh, or to a broker and you get really loud, um, <laughs> you can cash out your 401k in a day, oh, you, wow. know? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just, just saying that for the just, people. Yeah, uh, if you happen to get a call from second city, it's right, doable. right, right, right. Um, but you know, I, I moved here, um, and I went from Detroit main stage to Chicago main stage, which was really cool. Uh, and I was on main stage in Chicago from 2003 to 2006, but I was on main stage in Detroit from 99 to 2003. So okay. I had a lot of time in the hopper and nice. a lot of improv shows, a lot of shows in general. Yeah. What was the yeah. thing that got you kind of hooked in performing? Like, cause I mean, did you, were you a, uh, a child of uh, theater and drama in high school and college, or were you always kind of focused on the second city comedy scene? Uh, you know, I was I was focused on being a classically trained uh, actor and yeah. I wanted to just do drama and that was my thing. And there was right. no question. Yes. And then I um, so in high school, I did a lot of theater. I was in choir. I was on student council and, you know, um, all the stuff you're supposed to do. Yeah, apparently <laughs> uh, that my parents put the fear of God into me. To do. <laughs> right. Um, uh, my parents were very strict, like for real. If it didn't have to do with school or church, I couldn't do it. Really? So, oh, wow. Yeah. Right, right. So it wasn't like I couldn't go to McDonald's after the game, you know, with everybody else. I find that those kind of relationships with family, either they, it produces one of two people, like criminals or class clowns who are just like, <laughs> I'm going to be fucking, I'm gonna be fucking right. crazy. Let's just right. do some crazy shit. Right. So I've, I've donned both of those hoods, if you will. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm a man in transition, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so, um, 
But, um, you know, in high school, I did uh, a lot of theater. Uh, my senior year, I won the national championship in uh, public speaking and poetry mm-hmm. interpretation, Okay, um, which is cool. And then after that, uh, I went to New York and worked with Uta Hagen because I was studying theater. Um, and that so was you, great. So you got to study directly with Uta Hagen. Yes, I actually studied with her in Michigan on one of her two-week flybys. And then after that, I went to New York. My brother was like, I bought you some classes, but you have to audition for it and you got to get it. And so, you know, I went to New York and auditioned. And next thing I know, it was like, whoa, that's awesome. That's yeah. What was crazy, though, is like the first day we walked into class, she was like, how many of you read Respect for Acting? All of us raised our hand. She was like, garbage. I was out of my mind. Um, Read this book, Challenge for the Actor. And if you read Respect for the Act for Acting, uh, it is so dense that you can't just read a chapter once. You have no. to read it two or three times. That's one thing I remembered about it. Like, dude, she was on Broadway with Paul Robeson and Othello, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's- like, like, dude, we're we're talking about like theater royalty, American theater royalty. Absolutely. Everyone and, knows that name. Yeah. So, you know, it's like. To get that opportunity was really, was really super. But at the same time, I was still in a spot where I was so classically trained and so focused on drama that when I auditioned for Second City, and dude, this is when Jesus himself came in and auditioned for me. <laughs> um, I went to the first audition and we read scripts. So mm-hmm. it was just interpretation of the script. And, yeah, and we, like, I knew it was comedy. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll do this. And I got called back and man, I had one improv class in college. Uh-huh. I knew nothing. I didn't know the rules of second city. And this is where Jesus comes in. He shows up and improvises for me in the callback. And I book the, I get the job at second city. Oh, wow. And then, Just... But here's the thing too, dude, like for real, <laughs> I get the job and then go to my first like four rehearsals. And the director comes up to me and goes, you need to take some improv classes. (laughs) (laughs) I happen to know where some are. Here's the brochure. I was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. Wow. But then I only got to take two classes. I got actually cut off two weeks before my second class ended. And they were like, you can't take any more classes. We're going on tour. I was like, what? (laughs) okay cool great um so basically you get improv uh from second city like trial by fire like you were on the job training but you know dude what was really great brother i was with um i was surrounded by people like nancy hayden i was around and margaret ebertowski and uh mary beth monroe who Mm -hmm. is on a show on cbs right now mark evan jackson who's on brooklyn 99 um Mm -hmm. Keegan Michael Key was in a cast with me. Nice. Yeah. Like Mark, you know, dude, I was, I was surrounded by people and Larry Joe Campbell, who's been in everything. That was your cast um, here in Chicago? It, no, that was in Detroit. That was the one on Detroit. Oh, shit. yeah. Okay. So, dude, I'm, I'm surround people who are just off the map talented so and have gone on to do immersed in a master class, basically. Um, yeah, it was, it was more than a master class. It was like these guys were geniuses, man. Mm. And then uh, for some reason, you know, people at Second City were drinking and they were like, let's hire Antoine. And so <laughs> then I get that and I came here and then I'm on stage with Gene Villapique, who was on 
um, uh, AP Bio, uh, oh. um, Brian Gallivan, who is has written his own shows and stuff on CBS. Mary Beth Monroe, actually from Detroit, mm-hmm. came and joined me, and I was in the cast with Naima Funk, who's been on Wild Enough, dude. The list just goes on and on and on, and it's like I was surrounded by all these amazing people, and. I was always the dumbest person in the room. So I was so happy about that. You know, I was so happy about that because it was like, these people are brilliant. And and I was just this kid, you know, dude, I'm from Inkster, Michigan. Okay. (laughs) Like population, uh, like for real, Inkster, Michigan is where I'm from. Is that the real place? That's a real place. (laughs) Right. It's like, right, right. The crooked eye is what we call it. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, But um, I got here and surrounded by great people, got some really great opportunities. Um, you know, my agent now is amazing. My manager now is amazing. And yeah, it's like things are just moving along. And That's, I'm amazing. That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. So once you kind of settled into the second city and started working with all these phenomenal fucking people and getting your legs under you, you started, you, you said you moved into the world of the television and the movies. What was kind of your first big the big thing, like when you when you first booked it, you were like, this is it. This is the one that's going to get me going. What was um, like, Did you have a one? Weatherman with Nicholas Cage. I auditioned for it and it was cool. And I, and I got, and I got the job and, you know, it was uh, Steve Conrad wrote that mm-hmm. and Steve Conrad wrote pursuit of happiness. And yeah. I just actually finished a cartoon for AMC with him. Oh, really? That's coming out called Ultra city Smith. So that'll be out uh, in a few months, which oh, is really that's cool. awesome. God, man, you um, just are doing everything. You have been working on some bigger projects as well, and you were uh, a decent little chunk on uh, Empire for a while, mm-hmm. which I wanted to ask you about because I know a lot, of, if I remember correctly, a lot of your work in that show was with Terrence Howard. Right. And that guy is a fucking beast. <laughs> so when it comes to like first day on the set, what was it like for you to roll up on such a big show, with such a, a big, we'll say big name for you like, are you the type to have like oh fuck i got the anxiety out the ass my stomach's all or you in for work um how does that change the game dealing with people you know versus now you're kind of dealing with some stars and some names um and what what it what it was is that and this was what was really cool about working with all of them it wasn't about any of us yeah. it wasn't about any how any of us felt oh that's awesome lee came in and said hey I want my fucking pilot to get picked up mm-hmm. and I need you guys to show up and do this shit. That's quote, great. unquote. Lee Daniels is a kind man, a giving man, a generous man. But he said, Hey, this is what's right. going on. Mm-hmm. And you all are, have been chosen. And dude, I, and I'm like sidebar. He, he fought for me to get on this show. Oh, that's amazing. Because I auditioned and he was like, I want him on the show. And uh, but then getting on set, sitting at that table, oh, you shit. make a choice <laughs> in that moment. And you go, Am I gonna fold right now like a lawn chair? Mm-hmm. Um, or am I gonna show up? And then you do. And they made it comfortable. But then getting back to Terrence, Terrence. He <laughs> fucked with me all the time, dude. Did he? That's Terrence. He he's so funny, man. That's he's amazing. Such a funny man. But but they were so nice, and I learned so much. And then just being around people like you know, like Debbie Allen, John Singleton, you know, these mm. these like 
You, like, I mean, you're hanging around with some fucking really great people. Like, dude, the, like people who created Debbie and, Allen, what? Yeah, and painted the canvas of American theater and film. Yay. Like being in that space, it just changes your whole genetic makeup. Man. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure you're just a sponge, just soaking every fucking oh, drop oh, of every oh. word and every moment. You know, back like many years ago when Will Smith became a serious actor. Mm-hmm. Um he said in one of his first interviews before one of his first big movies, he was like, I watched everything that Cary Grant did. And I was like, you watch, wait, hold on. Will Smith is like <laughs> down with it. Let me go back and watch some Cary Grant. Yeah. It was like, Cary Grant was a bad motherfucker. I forgot. Dude, yeah, like I for forget. real. <laughs> Dude, and it's like Cary Grant, it's like, it's like Tom Hanks is our Cary Grant. He really you is. know? Yeah, yeah. You know? And our Paul Rudd is now our Tom Hanks. <laughs> Paul Rudd's the new Tom Hanks. Amen, baby. Has there been a character that you've connected with the most that you were the saddest it was over when you were done? There's a three-way tie. Um, Bunky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I I got to do a lot with those guys. But, but, but even they said, hey, I wish we could have done more with this character mm-hmm. in this history. Uh, Gregory Gordon from Patriot. Okay. Um, because, dude, my first day on set, I walk into the, I walk into the makeup truck, and Deborah Winger sitting there. That would be me. And she looks up and she goes, "Hey, Antoine, <gasps> you were great in season one." Wet pants. Uh, (laughs) Roll back in. Put eyeballs back in head. Hmm. Dude, like totally just wet pants. Like I was like, you (laughs) were (laughs) winging and you were the pop pop pop. Jojo word like chick to the peas. And the chicken was great. Dude, it was totally crazy. Amazing. That's an amazing experience. That's that's yeah, that's one I think would attach to me as well, too. That's one I would hold on to. Bro, but then on top of that, sitting there and watching her act, <laughs> the first day that I saw her act, she took the air out of the room mm-hmm. with just everything she did. And I, it was like, oh my gosh. Isn't it amazing how people can do that? I find I, there's I, there's been several people I've seen in Chicago that does that, who can just mm-hmm. walk into a room and ground themselves so much into a stage or a performance area where everything just kind of shuts down and it gets mm-hmm. that weird kind of almost muffled sound around you. Yes, except for that, what that's they're it, saying. That's exactly yes, it. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Like, what is this magic elixir you're spilling out of your mouth? You're just talking, but I can't stop listening. And then um, number three was Robert <laughs> Park with Sarah. Yes, a local mm-hmm. independent film here, uh, shot here in Chicago. Dude, we beat around we beat. Rogers Park. The yes, yes, and we beat we beat uh, one of the Marvel movies in New York for best movie the week that it came out. Are you? It was so what? great. We were the Wait. pick from Variety of the film to see. And one of the Marvel movies that came out and we, and they picked us and we were like cocktails, all of us right now. But like that movie, that movie, I went home and I was alone at the house. None of the kids were there. And I was by myself. And once I was done with it, I just started crying Mm -hmm. because it required so much of me. 
that was a pretty heavy movie. Kim, let's talk about that for a second. Tell everybody kind of yeah. what the premise of that movie was, because I love the fact, because again, it's Chicago, and that's why we're here, because I think Chicago, in my opinion, whether you're from Chicago or a transplant to Chicago, something about this city produces some of the best quality art in mm -hmm. the world, I think, whether it's performance, especially around performance, but uh, music and everything, comedy, uh, and I think it's a very underrated city when it comes to producing Talent. Agreed. What's the premise of that movie uh, for our audience? Uh, the premise of it is um, couples going through their their midlife crisis and their their existential angst um, that we get later on in life. Yeah. And um, what was really beautiful about it is how director Kyle Henry allowed us to create. Because we improvised this movie for a year, oh our situations so of, from this movie for a year before we even shot a frame. Oh, that's you know, it also allowed us time to not only create deeper relationships with the characters, but just as friends on the set and actors on the set, mm. there was never any moment of disrespect. There was never any moment of condescension. It was just let's create this beautiful project. And I got to work with Sarah and Sarah, and you know, she's Sarah, all, she's all right. Dude, I mean, if you can get the fuck, she can get down, man. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, if you're into like beautiful, wonderfully sweet, talented people. Yeah. I, get <laughs> I mean, if you, if you can, if you can tolerate love so and sweetness and, and give and take in performance. Yeah. I guess Sarah's good to work with quote. Unquote, right. Right. You know, She's somebody fine, can just like, you know. I mean, she was oh. just so brilliant through the entire film. And she um, can turn that shit on so fast. Like I've seen her dude, just kind of throw something out and I'm like, you didn't even prepare that. You were reading that. And how right. does it look like better than anything I've worked on? Right. <laughs> That's like three weeks for me and you just spit it out. Bro, it, it, it required me, that film required me to push so hard and go to places that I couldn't even imagine I would have to go to mm -hmm. you just do it and you fight and you push and you fight and you cry and you scream and you yell and you and Sarah's such a good partner to have for that kind of stuff because she'll just mm -hmm. back and she's she's an amazing woman and I and I yeah. and she I before we had ever met she had talked about brought you it up talked about you in the project and um just said so much good things so many good things about you and working with you in the process with you and so hearing the fact that you felt the same with her is just in knowing that that's the, uh, such a beautiful bond such a beautiful film um and that's still available too right uh, on yeah. amazon prime yeah, right? so yeah. outside um, support chicago Apple, yeah. no it's rogers Apple, park yeah. south sides yeah. the comedy central show that you're in as mm -hmm. well because you are apparently in everything that we've ever seen well we start we start shooting next month so i'm really super happy about because that. Southside, i just read got picked up by hbo max correct HBO now? max yep uh it was on comedy central last year and which is great because i didn't have comedy central but i got hbo max and i'm HBO max, excited to see that so, show. uh comedy central scene of that show is hilarious dude uh, dude uh, before we wrap up here, I actually would do want to bring up the fact is that you've recently started now taking all of this fucking experience that you have and you've balled it up and are now teaching as well. Right. Correct. So please tell us about this, this whole program that you've set up. 
Um, right now, I'm really focusing on the classic side because okay. we have um, seven projects coming up for uh, Shell Twan Productions, which is a company that Michelle and Antoine started. You see what we did that there? You see what we did there, amazing. Dog? That is Shell Twan. Shell Twan. I had um, to take a second because I like, right, like that's right, that, you're no, like, that's how you put two words. You're together. like that's corny as a mother. I need to drop <laughs> this down. I love it. I, I saw the merch already. I'm already like, where can I get a t-shirt? Dude. Oh my dude. God. I'm okay. all about merch okay. and let, let me get let me get a production shirt. Let's Hashtag do this. <laughs> my wife is crazy back here right now. Um let's, but, talk merch. Um, let's get some beer huggies and some keychains. Let's do merch. it. Yes. We got right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so we started uh, Shelton Productions um, about six months ago, uh-huh. and we were really uh, having a really great time with it. And we shot our pilot uh, under that production company, and uh, which is called Michelle S. Bits PhD, um, <laughs> and that'll be out very, very soon. We start shooting uh, the second episode in March, and um we have classes for shelton productions um which is cool we have the Udahagen focused method. acting class method acting class which is really fun um it's not actual method mm-hmm. but it's her method and okay. the things that i learned from her in the time that i spent with her and how how important it is to really just go in to it's like if you're going to do this work you just can't half-ass it. So yeah, um, yeah. So we we were really focused on that and how we want to reward our students and people who are who participate in our classes is um, we take students from our classes and we put them in all our productions. Um, so oh, while they pay for classes, they get paid for shooting. You know, so not only is it even split ultimately. Um, Actually, they come out a little bit ahead, but mm-hmm. it's uh, important for us to give people the opportunity to do the work. But they also, first and foremost, have to learn how to do the work. Kick, kick off our classes on uh, February 24th for our Uta Hagen class. Okay. Um, register online at shelltwanproductions.com. That's C-H-E-L-L-E-T-O-I-N-E.com. Um, <laughs> productions.com. We have reached a point of the show uh, that I like to call Same Three Questions. Same Three Questions. These are three questions that I ask all of my guests to get to know them just a little bit more. So my first question for you is, if you could have one superpower, which would it be and why? It would be understanding somebody's heart. Ooh. Ooh. Because that way I can live in the moments with them and that creates a better space for people all the time that is that that, yes michelle i'll agree with you that is swoon worthy that's that's a great superpower i dig that thanks uh question number two if after you died you were reincarnated as a sandwich which sandwich would you be i would be um turkey ham and cheese uh, American cheese uh-huh. with um, spicy mustard, Ooh. bacon, yes, okay. oh yes, uh, lettuce oh. and tomato, 
and uh, on a on a warm hoagie bun. Oh, that so sounds amazing. Yeah, you can, you can tell that I haven't eaten yet because if you were reincarnated, <laughs> I would eat you right now. Uh, it would have a dip. It would have an au jus, Ooh, if you will. I, 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 see, I, being from the South, I'm all about a fucking dipping au jus, man. Like, just Dude, give me a, yeah. give me a big fat roast beef sandwich on a big hoagie and then dip it in some basically just meat so, juice. Yeah, so you take the meat and you cook it. Mm-hmm. And then after you cook the meat, you pour that into oh, the yes. grease from that. Yes. And then you mix it with a little mayo and maybe a little chipotle sauce. Oh, you're killing me. You get you're it, killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. All right. Oh, geez, Louise. Oh, that sounds amazing. Okay. I love that one. Uh, and final question. Hey, Antoine. Blue or green? Blue. So sorry. The answer was. I'm a huge Michigan fan. I understand blue is actually my favorite color. It's just that no matter what you say, it'll always be wrong. Um, Why? Because that's my gag and I got nothing else going on. So until I can figure out something funnier, that's the question. Oh my gosh. Um, Antoine and Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Where can people find you? Um, Please tell us your websites again, your social medias, if that's you, your TikToks. Let us know about your TikToks. Where can we find you? uh, You can uh, can find us on TikTok at uh, Antoine McKay uh um or michelle guernsey McKay. mckay or arting at home workshop or sheltron productions on tiktok you can find us on uh facebook at sheltron productions um or antoine mckay or michelle diane michelle <laughs> guernsey mckay it's all the same but it's um and basically then we're on google Instagram, some form McKay. of that <laughs> Right, exactly. Yes, yes. Just type in our first names and you'll be like, oh, Oh, it's them motherfuckers. All right. (laughs) Those, oh, it's those two again. Those olds, (laughs) right, right. Um, Thank you both. So thank you and thank you both so much for sitting down and hanging out with me. Um, I really appreciate you coming and hanging out. Dude, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. Ah, See, Antoine's great. His wife's great. They're both great. So why aren't you following them? Go check them out. They're amazing people. I had a great time laughing and getting drunk with them. It was good times. Well, that about does it for this episode. I want to give a big thank you again to Mr. Jason Moody for this kick-ass theme song and my dear friend Miss Corbett Pascoe for the new Same Three Question Stingers. I have talented friends. Thank you so much. And thank you to my listeners. I appreciate you joining me. If you wouldn't mind, please take a second to rate and review us. That's how we get the word out about us. And maybe share us on your social medias. That'd be really great. Social medias. Social medias. Who the fuck are you? Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.